All right, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's uh, 2021 internet marketing plan for your plumbing, HVAC, home service business. Um, I'm super pumped to unpack this with you. Um, I, I was saying before we started, kudos to you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to think about a plan, to think about your internet marketing. Um, I really feel like these types of sessions could go one of two ways. Um, you know, the old way would be go to webinar style, right? Where my slides are up and I'm hammering away, you know, 19 slides a minute and you're trying your best to kind of stick with me and pay attention to what I have to say, but it's just kind of zooming past you and you kind of get bored, right? Because we've all been locked in our homes for, for you know, going on almost a year now. Um, so that would be the old way, like kind of just you, you just listening to me talk and drone on for, for the next hour or so. Um, the new way in my mind is with all the advancements in Zoom and kind of what's going on uh, with COVID-19, kind of being a little bit more progressive using Zoom in the way that it's intended where you get your webcam on, you get your mic on if you're comfortable with that. Um, and we make this interactive, right? I talk a little bit, we share some concepts, and then we kind of get some feedbacks from the group. Um, so those are the two ways. I think the second way, if we make it more conversational, um, if we kind of check in with you throughout the process, um, you're going to get more out of it. You're going to be clear on kind of what you're looking to do, how to do it, how to really get the results. So if you have your webcam on and you're good with the second way, give me a thumbs up at the screen. Oops, like this, something. Yep, I'm good with the second way or just type in a chat. Yeah, good with the, the second way. Pride says yes. Plums up says yes. Dave Abrams gave me a thumbs up. Awesome. Mike, awesome. Appreciate that. Sweet. Okay, so let me share my screen and we can, we can jump right into it. All right. So again, I'm just going to say, if you don't have the workbook yet, check the chat. There is a, a link where you can download the 2021 Internet Marketing uh, Workbook, which is going to drive the entirety of the, the session that we're doing here today. So, so here's what we're going to cover, and here's what I have on the agenda. We're going to set goals for 2021. I think the foundation of your marketing and your marketing plan boils down to being clear on here's what the objective is, right? How, many, how, how much revenue are we going to generate? How many service calls would it require to make that a reality? And then how many leads would we have to generate? Assuming a, a, an average close ratio that we know, um, how many leads would we have to generate? And then we've got all the raw materials we need to build our internet marketing plan, right? And to be able to say, okay, if that's the number of leads that we need to generate, let's go figure out how to get them. Whether it's SEO, pay-per-click, social media, Facebook ads, Google local service ads, let's go figure out the combination of strategies to make that a reality. If, if having that kind of plan and that kind of clarity resonates with you, and you think that would be a pretty powerful use of this time, give me a yes. Give me like a, yep, that sounds good or something just so I can know like this is what you guys wanna make sure we cover today. Joe, the workbook, if you click the link in the, um, in the chat, it's being posted by Christian Ortega says to access the workbook, click here. So give me some feedback guys. Again, I, I wanna make this as interactive as possible. So. Chris says, yes. Edward says, yes, sir. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Um, from there, we're going to talk about the three fundamentals of marketing success, right? We, we definitely want to talk, you know, should we be doing pay-per-click or SEO, or should we be buying Google local service ads, or should we be buying uh, home advisor leads, right? But before we even get to there, this time of year, what I like to do is just kind of reset 
our, our fundamentals, right? Our market, who exactly are we selling to? What are, what are their pains and frustrations that they're facing in their lives, their real pains and frustrations? And if you spend a couple minutes on this, your marketing message can really resonate. So we'll talk a little bit about the market, the message, and, and then the media, like where we're going to go out and get those leads to hit the targets that we set for ourselves. We're, we're going to talk about your website and what you need to do on your website to make sure it converts at the highest level possible. I really believe your website's the hub. It's where almost all of your visitors wind up at some level or the other, whether they saw your trucks or they saw your, um, your billboard ad or they found your Google pay-per-click listing. They're going to wind up on your website. They're going to make a snap decision there. So that's our our critical point that we need to make sure our website is built to convert at the highest level possible. And if it is, then everything we do from a marketing perspective will be more effective. So we're going to talk about how to do that. Uh, we'll look at the big picture of your internet marketing strategy. We'll look at like all of the different channels that are available, the ones that are most important going into 2021, kind of the, the, the things that have changed that you need to be aware of. Um, and then, like I said, we'll, we'll map the strategy and help you figure out where to invest the dollars that you have to get the most bang for the buck. So if that sounds good, again, you know, I wanna keep this interactive. I wanna hear from you guys as much as, as possible. Um, give me something in the chat here, if that works for you, or like nod at me in, in, the, in the camera here. All right, getting some feedback, good. Todd, thank you. Yep, says Rudy, awesome. Okay, good, good, good. Fantastic. So I'm gonna ask that, kind of give this your undivided attention, right? You're here to build your 2021 internet marketing plan. I really believe your internet marketing is, is going to make or break your revenue goals and targets for the year. So you're here, you've given this your time. I'm going to give it my undivided attention. So if you could turn off the cell phone, close your other tabs that you might have open. I know that's hard when we're uh, sitting at our desks and we've got Zoom running. Um, and I really believe if you're serious about getting better results in 2021 than you probably thought possible, the next 60 to 90 minutes could really change the trajectory of your business. So let's just give this our undivided attention. Now, you're busy, I know that. You probably thought, you know, I'll pop in for the first couple of minutes of this and see kind of how it goes, some of you. And so I wanna give you an ethical bribe to stay to the end and give this your undivided attention. And so if you stick with me, you're gonna get all of the, the information we cover. We're gonna map out a plan but I'm gonna give you the digital dominance method graphic. It just helps you kind of visualize, if you look at all of the things you could be doing to market yourselves online, kind of visualize the key things that, that you wanna be aware of and that you wanna be focused on. Um, I'm gonna give you our latest 2021 version of the most commonly searched plumbing and HVAC keywords. That really should drive your pay-per-click and your SEO strategy. Um, and I'm gonna give you our ultimate online marketing checklist, which we're actually gonna go through today but I'm gonna give you that checklist in a format that you can work with in any format that, that you prefer so that you can be really clear on the things that you wanna focus on. So there's, there's my ethical bribe, stick with me. I'm gonna give you 110%, you give it 110%. Um, you're gonna get great value and I've got some, some resources for you at the end of the session. So just real quick, who I am and, and why you should be listening to me. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this. Um, I'm the author of How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right for plumbing and HVAC contractors, um, arguably the, the best-selling internet marketing book for the, for the plumbing HVAC home service trades. Um, I'm actively involved in PHCC, QSC, Nexstar, ACCA. I've spoken at a lot of their events and industry association meetings. 
Um, but I'd say more important than any of that stuff, and really the, the main reason you should listen um, is that I've had the opportunity now to work with hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies in some of the most competitive markets across the country um, and being able to help them go from virtual obscurity online to where they're now the dominant player in their market. And I'll be sharing some of some case studies and some examples with you um, over our time here together. But what I'm going to share with you isn't based on theory. It's not based on, oh, you know, I think, you know, internet marketing for, for plumbing and HVAC companies should be done like this. It's based on real world working with companies just like yours and getting them the results and kind of seeing what works with websites, seeing what works with SEO, seeing what works with paid search and other um, lead generation activities. Um, so everything I, I'm going to share with you is based on real world, not based on theory, not based on hy hypotheticals. And just so you know, like my company, Plumbing and HVAC SEO, this is what we do, right? We've got 30 full-time employees in Miami. We eat, sleep, and breathe this, right? Helping you, helping companies just like yours get their internet marketing, get their website right, and implementing everything we're going to be talking about, right? Building the website, doing the SEO, writing the content, building the links, running the paid search campaigns, doing the split testing, managing the tracking, right? So this is what we do. And if you'd like to have our help to better manage your internet marketing, whatever it is that you might be doing today, we'd love the opportunity to chat. So um, that's just overt, right? I'm not going to be doing a sales pitch at the end of this. There's nothing to buy in the course of this presentation. Uh, but if you'd be interested in talking with us about how we can work together to help you implement the plan we're going to build, um, we would love that, love that opportunity. So we've talked about the agenda. We kind of laid the foundation for why this is something you should be paying attention to. I'd, I'd love to just hear from a couple of you guys. And if anybody's brave enough to, to unmute, um, right now, what's the hardest part about marketing your plumbing, HVAC, or electrical or home service business? Just, you know, either in chat or if you're brave enough to unmute, um, what, what are some of the biggest challenges? What's the hardest part? Can you hear me, Josh? Yes. Awesome. So I'm Keith from Plums Up, Plumbing and Drains, and in Canada, everyone, uh, nice to meet you all. Uh, so one of the biggest challenges that we have, Josh, we're a newer company, been in business now for uh, 31 months, currently have five service vans on the road. Um, and we've been through um, four different SEO um, companies, four different websites. And for, for me, it's a matter of trust and, you know, having someone that can help us get to the next level that we want to achieve. Mm. So trust and kind of, you know, been through the gamut a little bit, probably tried yeah. some big companies, tried some little companies, spent the money, didn't get the results that you were expecting. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So kind of knowing that you're, you're in with the right company and moving in the right direction. That's right. Awesome. We're glad to have you with us. Anybody Thank else? You. Anybody else want to share? Uh, I'll go. Great. Hi, Josh. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm from Hi. Allen's Plumbing out in Hawaii. Uh, we're actually, uh, actually partners of yours. Yep. Uh, working with Danya and, and Allison and, and having nothing but great stories uh, and great experiences. Um, for us, we are a 38-year-old brand operating in Hawaii and based out of Maui, but trying in the last 10, 12 years to push onto Oahu. Uh, probably for us, the biggest thing is, is trying to take that brand from, from being a, a household name prior to digital, the digital world, and, and taking that brand and, and putting it into a digital space to kind of address the next generation of uh, property managers and homeowners. 
Yeah. So kind of taking it from, from offline to online in the most taking, efficient way possible. Taking it from the phone books, yeah, to the internet. That's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Um, I'd like to say we're ahead of the curve in some regards, but in others we're definitely behind. Great. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. We really appreciate your business and glad to have you with us. Anybody else want to share like maybe one more and then we'll, we'll dive in. Uh, I'll jump in. Awesome. Henry. Hi folks. Uh, I'm Henry from New Hampshire. I own a company called doctor home service. I've been self-employed since I was 16. Nice. And I've had, I don't know, for a young company that just spoke, he had like four websites. We probably had about eight. I have not made one penny on any website I've ever owned. Mm -hmm. than the presence of having one. Mm. Um, with that being said, my website girl is throwing me to the left field with her being a one-man band. We love her to pieces, but I've been watching you for the last few years. And this year I decided that uh, I've got to come up with a plan. Then I got an email about a plan from you. And so... Uh, here we are. We've got to do something about this and um, going into the new year. Um, we have plenty of leads because I've been in business for a long time, but I've got two, well, actually three new um, divisions that I'm firing up and I need leads for those. Mm. Um, we're fighting for licensed personnel. So I'm firing up other companies that have no licensed personnel needed where the manpower is plentiful. And we're going to grow on that and hopefully you know pick up some uh, a players as we call them and um, i've been in many organizations i've heard all the spiels in the world and just being straight up i think we're going to be jumping on board with you and uh, definitely need a plan for the new year and for the new divisions and take it from there thank you guys I enjoy everybody's time as well and thank you for letting me interrupt you no, thank you for sharing. That's great. We're gonna we're gonna solve that never getting any money out of your website problem because that's not ideal. And uh, no. you're in the right place. You know, I think I've, we're all here to build a plan. And so, kudos. Let's let's make it happen. I've asked it three times. Can you build it like this site here so it sells? <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. I asked her one last time. When are we gonna get started? And just to make a short story, here I am, and I'm gonna get started with somebody else. All right. Well, sometimes it's easier said than done, right? You know, it's, it's like, let's do it. And then it's, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's work, right? There's work to be done. So thank Absolutely. you guys for sharing. I, I really appreciate it. Um, one last time, I want to make sure you download this workbook. You can go to um, plumberseo.net slash workbook. If you happen to be watching the replay, uh, otherwise easiest place would be to click the chat. Christian's going to drop it in chat again. Um, you know, the workbook's going to drive this, um, this session. So, I, I always like to start with why, right? You know, the, the clearer we can be on why this is important and why it's worth our time, you know, the, the more likely we're going to take the necessary action to move things forward. And like a couple of you said, even in, in you know, in kind of like the prelude here, there's so many options that it can be unclear to where, where to spend your money, right? You've got websites, you've got SEO, you've got pay-per-click, you've got Facebook ads, you've got e-local plumber, you've got home advisor, right? There's so many different options that it can be overwhelming and it can be unclear where to spend the money, right? We think about SEO and pay-per-click and retargeting and Facebook ads and the myriad of things. The, the other reason I think this is really, really important, I'm glad you're doing it this time of year, this, this planning and thought process, is that you guys make a massive investment 
in your marketing, right? Unlike a lot of the trades, plumbing, HVAC, and electrical, you know, you guys spend a large amount of money, um, you know, in website, in websites, SEO, pay per click. Many of you have gone through, on average, five different internet marketing providers over the years, trying to figure out how to make all of this stuff work and, and really how to make it as efficient as possible. Um, and like, and like you were just saying, uh, sometimes you have nothing to show for it, right? Hopefully you generate some money from your website and your internet marketing, but you know, more often than not, it's, it's a shame, but you spend the money and then you generate some, some revenue, but it, you know, by the time you pay for the technicians, by the time you cover your overhead, by the time you, you kind of eat the expense of the marketing, there's literally no return on investment and there's no growth associated with it. Um, and I don't have a slide for it, but what I found is the other you know, big reason you have to get the internet marketing strategy and the plan dialed in going into the new year is that the, the biggest challenge in this industry isn't generating leads, it's finding good technicians, right? And it's getting, getting good technicians that are trained, that are capable, that will show up every day and do the work. And if you don't have enough leads to keep those technicians going all throughout the week, all throughout the month, no matter how hard you work to recruit them and to train them and to get them on board, there's lots of other places for them to hop to. So that's why I think this is mission critical um, that we make sure we've got the right plan. We're generating tangible, measurable return on investment um, so we can retain our tax and so we can maximize our revenue and our profitability. Really the opportunity as I see it and what we're going to be doing on today's session is giving you a clear plan with goals, targets, and KPIs specifically as it relates to your marketing and your internet marketing strategy. Make sure you generated enough leads to hit your targets and keep those trucks running, right? If we know we want to do X, then we need to solve the equation for how many leads we need to generate to make X a reality, right? And so that's what we're going to do. Make sure we have a great return on investment from our online marketing. Uh, and really the, the ideal here is to maximize your lead flow and hit your sales targets for 2021. So that's why, that's what we're gonna unpack right now. That's, that's what I'm excited about. So the first step, the very first thing we have to do um, is set clear goals, right? Some of you guys already are very clear. Here's what we're gonna do in 2021. Others of you, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, we're gonna try and generate as many sales calls and as much revenue as we can. I would love to see in comments, like just chat to me in chat, have them like goals dialed in like, it's like, yes, I have them or no, if it's like, I don't really have clear set targets just yet. So give me some feedback. You know, we, we promised we're going to keep this interactive. Um, Erica's got good, clean targets. A excellent. Gabby said, yes, yes, yes. So it seems like she's got it. Christy's getting them worked out, right? This is probably fair enough, right? This time of the year, maybe you don't have them completely figured out yet, but you're working on it. Um, Tim's, Tim says, yes, but working on it. Terry's working on it. Maria's nothing in stone yet. So some of us have them. Some of us are thinking about it. Um, and some of us you know, just don't have it yet. There's a great train. I'm a big fan of Brian Tracy. I don't know how many of you guys follow Brian Tracy. You know, he's got a lot of self-development and, and sales and business development type books out there. Um, but he's got a book called The Ultimate Goal Setting Program, which is, is just fantastic. Um, it, it's had a big impact on our growth and success in our, in our business and in a lot of the clients that we work with. Uh, but in that program, there's one quote that really resonated with me, and it's that success is goals, all else is commentary. And so to the extent that we're not clear on a goal, 
we wind up in commentary. We wind up, oh, you know, what's the latest GPS technology I could put in place? Or how do I go get that tech? Or, you know, Susie's upset and she's not coming in today. We get, we get in commentary and we lose our momentum. But when we're clear on our target, we're, we're like, that's what is actually going to move us forward in our life and in our business. So I'm, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this, but I do want to make sure we're clear because this will really reverse engineer everything that we want to do in 2021. So the, the illustration for this is if you don't have clear goals for 2021, you're almost like the sailboat that's out at sea, right? The ocean current is going to take you wherever you want. When it's windy, you kind of go forward for a little bit, but when it's slow, you kind of stagnate and you, you give up your control of the situation. With clear goals, what you're able to do is, is create your own momentum. It's almost like you can create wind for the sail. Um, and anytime I deal with a home service contractor that's stagnated for some reason, business grew, but then it just never continued beyond that plateau. Um, usually it's because they've lost sight of the vision. They have lost sight of a clear goal that the whole team is rallying around. So I don't know how many of you have heard this, but there's a, there's a great Harvard study that was done back in the 1980s. Um, and what they did was, well, actually it was 1979. They, they interviewed the graduates and they asked them, do you have clear goals for your life? 84% of them had no, no specific goals. I don't know if that same stat would apply to an amazing group like we have here today, but 84%, they didn't have goals. They were going to the most prestigious college in the country. Um, and they were just kind of like, you know, I'm going to graduate. I'm sure I'll get a job and I'm sure I'll maybe, you know, I'll buy a house and a car, but it wasn't clear what they were trying to accomplish. 13% had goals, but they weren't written down. Um, but 3% had a goal and it was written down. It was like, okay, here's where I'm going. And I've written it down. The results of this is 13%, the 13% of the class who had goals were earning on average twice as much as the 84%. But what's staggering is the, the 3% were earning 10 times as much as the other 97% put together. And I found this to be true with, with home service and plumbing HVAC contractors as well. The ones that are clear, that have a written goal and they have a written plan, okay, these are the things we're gonna put in place to make, a re to make that a reality, win, right? And they win by tenfold, right? The ones that are dominating in their markets are thinking along these lines. And so I just wanna give you the, the, the space and the time to, to work on this a little bit. I really believe you need to have written goals and a plan. Okay, here's the goal, here's how we're gonna make it happen. You need to set stopping points. So if, our, if we're working towards 2021 right now, we need to know by the end of 2021, we're going to be where, wherever we want to be, $4.5 million in revenue, right? But we can't just leave it at that. We need to know at the end of the year that we're going to have written that down and we're going to hold ourselves accountable. Are we there or are we not, right? And I think more important even than that is quarterly chunking. Like being able to look, okay, if I want to be there by 2021, where would I need to be by the end of this first quarter? Where would we need to be, right? If we divide that by four and work really hard, you, your team, your technicians, your dispatch staff, your marketing team, if you have that, all working towards the, the movement of accomplishing that particular goal. And, and I think this is where goals become more powerful because you're not just throwing a number out in the sky and writing some stuff down. You're setting a goal and knowing that you're going to stop at the end of the year, at the end of the quarter, and at the end of the month. Um, and really, those stopping points are really what, what make this work. 
So I just want to like in comments, just give me a, it makes sense or yes, I agree or goals or something like that. Just so I, like if the, the point has been made, this isn't a waste of time. It's a powerful exercise. It will help you get clear on what you need to do. Uh, Gabby's saying that she agrees. Thank you. Mindset is key. Great examples, Josh. Thank you very much, says Yannick. Um, definitely agreed, says Chris, Chrissy. Awesome. Makes sense, says Alan. Awesome. Okay, great. So I'd like to know what your goals are for 2021. I want to kind of work you through an exercise here um, in your workbook. It's on, it's on the, the, I think, the second page. Just to think through what your goals are for the next year. And you need to know this. So if we're going to talk about your marketing plan, there's no point. Uh, like, listen, there's literally no point in setting a budget or starting to do websites or SEO or pay-per-click in the, in the absence of clarity on, okay, we're trying to get here, right? And if that's where we're trying to get, what do we need to do from a marketing perspective in order to make that a reality? Because it is the marketing that will drive the accomplishment of that goal. So, so what's the target? annually. And I'm going to give you a spreadsheet to help with this, but I'd love for you guys in the worksheet here, just, just kind of plot it down. This year, is it 2 million? Is it 3 million? Is it 5 million? Is it you know, 20 million? 20 million says Erica, 2 million says Gabby. Awesome. And so you can put it in chat or you can just write it on your workbook, whichever, whichever is most, most comfortable for you. From there, what I want you to do is, is take that number and divide it by 12. Right. And, and yes, there's seasonality in this business. Sometimes on the HVAC side, we can get more granular, but just like hypothetically, if we divide it by 12, how much does that break down to monthly? Like you need to be clear on that because your marketing usually is going to drive towards uh, monthly objectives. Tim says he needs the workbook. So Christian, if you could put that into the chat, we'd really appreciate it. So I want to I want to start there. I would love to have a couple of you guys just give me a done or a yes or I've got this. This shouldn't be hard math. Don't don't throw pie in the sky. Somebody said twenty million. If that's a tangible number for you, and I know a lot of you that that is, great. Um, if it's not, like if you did five hundred thousand last year, let's not let's not set that goal, right? Let's set a goal that we realistically know if we do our work, right, and and, and we get this done, that's it's feasible within our our current reality. Okay, a couple of you guys. Again, this workshop's only going to be as productive as you are, right? I'm going to be putting things out to you. I'm going to be unpacking stuff. But if, if you're not going to you know, like kind of participate and do the exercises, well, you know, you're not going to get much out of it. Okay. If you need more time, give me a more time. If not, I'm going to assume we're at least clear. That's the goal, right? If we're going to do a million, we want to do $83,000 per month. That's right. Perfect. Awesome. Working on it, says Sonia. Okay, good. Good to know. I appreciate that feedback. Erica says, got it. Good. And we're going to put this into a more fancy format in a little bit, but I just want to have like some back of the envelope numbers here. So you, you have to use your creative thought process. Yannick has got it. Okay. I'm going to keep moving forward. Awesome, Robert. Thank you. Robert's got his. So 
the harder question and probably the more important question is if that's the goal, how many service calls will you have to run to make that a reality, right? And I don't know if you guys have done this math already, but this is the math that will drive the ability to, to orchestrate your marketing strategy, right? So how do we arrive at, at this number? We need to figure out or at least plot down, like what's our average transaction value? Like what's the average service ticket in our business? Oops. And then based on that, we can divide the number of calls that we would require. Uh, I mean, the number, the average transaction value by the goal, and that would give us our, our target. So, so what I want to do now, as opposed to, you know, keeping this super hypothetical, you guys all have at least come up with the number in your head in terms of what you want to, what you want to get, rather than, than going through this exercise, I want you guys to dive in to this worksheet with me. Um, so, Christian, put the direct link in chat and I'll, I'll pull this up on my end. You're going you're gonna to love this worksheet. It's going to make your life a lot easier. Um, so Christian, if you could get that sheet in and as you guys log in, I'm going to see your little, your bubbles kind of come in here. So I want everyone to do this. Like you're, you're going to be very clear based on this worksheet, based on the goal you just spoke what it's going to take from a lead generation perspective down to a couple of leads per month, down to a couple of service calls per month um, to make that a reality. I'll give everyone a second to open this up. And give me a chat if you're confused or you're lost. Um, but We've got 90 plus on here. I'd like to see 90 plus in this sheet. Yep, you can't edit the worksheet. Yeah, I'm going to show you right now how to do that. So stay, stay looking at my screen here for a minute. You sure I should still be seeing my screen. What I want you to do, once you have this sheet up, I want you to go file, make a copy, right? And at this point, it will become your worksheet that you can go in and edit and modify. You can plug your numbers. I'm going to walk you through how to do it, um, but these are going to be yours. Um, Christian, Tim got logged out. If you could drop it there. Yep. So what I want you to do is go file, make a copy, and then just rename it. Worksheet 2021 marketing plan. And then at the end, just put your company name. So I'll put plumbing and HVAC SEO test, right? Or whatever it is. When you do that, it's going to pull it into your own Google account. So this will now be your document. I don't have access to it anymore. These are your proprietary numbers. You can use this as much or as little as you want, but at least we're gonna run this exercise right now and you're gonna be super clear on how many leads you need to generate to hit your, to hit your revenue targets. I promise you're gonna be grateful to know this number and it will help you be more clear on what needs to be done. So give me a yes in comments if you've been able to open this document up and you've been able to make a copy of it for yourself. Dave's got it. Yannick, Rudy, sweet. Okay, yes is coming in. Awesome. Dream team, yes. Neil, yes. Okay. If you don't have it, let us know. Kay Bagner, Sonia, what's, um, what is it that's preventing you from being able to get it? Do you, are you in a, in a computer where you have Google, like a, a Google account logged in? 
Christian, if you could drop the link again and help them out, that would be great. Um, okay, so you've got your copy. I want you to come back to my screen for a minute because um, I'm going to show you how this worksheet works and kind of help make sure you're, you're really clear on this. Um, you guys all came up with a revenue goal or a revenue target for the year. What I want you to do in this, in this, oh, wow. in this sheet is put that number in. So let's just say your target was 3 million. That's what you put. And then what, it, what we're gonna do is we're gonna help you figure out what does that break down to monthly? And then how many service calls do you need to generate to hit that goal? And then how many leads would you need in order to facilitate the accomplishment of that goal? So $3 million, basically this cell is going to divide it by 12 and it tells you that's $250,000 in monthly revenue to, to be on target for, for 3 million. Um, average ticket, put a couple of you just kind of put in chat for me what, the, what your average ticket is. I know it ranges you know, for as little as 350 all the way up to like $1,500 and beyond. <laughs> Sonia's 450, Plums Up is 970, 957, Gabby's um, 750, Pride's 450. Okay, so I mean, it's, I'm seeing numbers between 450 and, and, and 750 and beyond. Obviously the higher your average ticket, the better, right? The, the more results, uh, the, the, you know, the more bang for every, every job that you do is going to be. All right, so put that number in. And then that will tell you, like if your average ticket literally is 750, or at least on average is 750, then you're gonna need to generate 333 leads to hit your, I mean, 333 booked jobs, you know, closed jobs to hit the revenue target. That number in and of itself is very useful to know. Um, kind of just top, top, toss into the chat here, just so I know everybody's tracking along. What's your number based on the goal that you set and your average ticket, how many service calls you're going to need to run throughout the course of 2021 to hit the target? 1750 says Yannick. I'm sorry, Yannick C. 1500 for David Burns. Uh, Neil 370, uh, 370, 207, 1332 says Gabby, Erica 1389. Awesome. Okay, good. So, so you're doing the math, right? You know, how many, how many service calls are you going to need to run? in order to make this a reality. The next thing, which is gonna be a little bit more applicable to this particular session, is we wanna figure out how many leads we need and how many leads we need to generate from our SEO or pay-per-click or social media or Google local service ads and, and all of the other marketing we do to bring that into fruition. So to, to, to kind of arrive at that number, really what we need is our average conversion rate from a lead, somebody calling into the office, submitting this form, starting a web chat to booked job, right? If we know that number, we know what our average conversion rate is, then we can divide that by the, by the target and it will give us that number. So if you put here, what's your average conversion rate is? And so this is, you know, maybe not, you're not going to come up with a perfect number because what you're trying to figure out is for the leads that call in, what percentage of those get dispatched, right? And then of those that are dispatched, what percentage actually take the job, right? And turn into revenue for you. So I'm looking for a blended average lead to booked job ratio. Um, if you know that number, like you can, you can posit a guess. Uh, I want you to put that in, in the chat. So Neil's saying 80%. Wow, very good. Um, Terry, 70%. 
Pride says about 40%. Erica, yeah, really what we're looking for is sold job, really, because that's what, that's what we're, you know, you could add another column here and say, what percentage of your calls get dispatched and what percentage of your dispatched calls turn into revenue. So you, I'm just looking for a blended average on this, but you know, if you wanted to do another sell and kind of do a little bit more fancy math, you could get a little more specific with it. Okay, so I'm hearing between 40 and 75%. Um, those numbers, are, I think, are really good, right? That means you guys have a great process to answer the phones, to solve the problems, to get your guys dispatched out. Um, and then you've got a great you know, like tech selling in the field, right? They know how to talk to the customer and show them the problem and get them to you know, agree to, to, the, to the diagnosed service you know, prescription. So with that number, right? You know how many leads you need to generate per month to make that a reality, right? So put that number in and then just let me know. So on our hypothetical equation, if we want to do 3 million and our average ticket was 750 and we're converting about 55%, we need about 606 leads per month to be on a run rate for $3 million per year. Okay, great. So Christy knows she needs 1,417 leads. Gabby needs 202. So I don't know if the chat comes in. Valerie needs 337. Terry needs 597 or 595. Neil needs 463. Austin, I want all of you guys to have this number, right? There's really not much sense continuing down this journey um, thinking about all the cool internet marketing stuff, if you're not clear on the goal and kind of what the target is that you're looking for on a monthly basis. Um, give, me, give me some feedback and comments for those of you that now have this plugged in. Is it helpful to know to a pretty precise level what the, what the lead generation target is for your, for your business to hit your goals in 2021? Chrissy says 100%, good. Some yes is coming in. Awesome. Good. Hopefully this, this document will serve you well um, going into the new year, something you can look at and see, are we really, are we really averaging 750, right? If you've got service tight and other platforms, it's easy to see that. Um, are we really um, averaging that 55% or whatever number we put in as a, as a close ratio? I'm going to give you very brief back of the envelope type of math. Um, if you kind of look at what your average cost per lead is, and this is not going to be an exact thing, right? Because different lead sources are more expensive. We're going to unpack this as we go. We're going to help you figure out how to allocate the budget, right? Where to spend it, how, to, how much to put into online versus offline versus to your existing customer base. Uh, we're going to talk about how much you go to SEO versus pay-per-click and other display and retargeting type stuff. Um, that's going to, we're, going to, we're going to get there. But you know, back of the envelope, do you know what your average cost per lead right now is costing you? Um, is it you know 25 to 45? Is it 75 to 100? Um, if if your your HVAC and let's just say our average ticket is 70, I mean our average lead is 75, we're going to probably need about 50 grand a month in advertising to facilitate that that three million dollar run rate. Um, if we can get that average cost per lead down to 50, then it's more like it's more like 30,000. So just to, you know, this, this formula right here just helps you figure out what your average cost per lead target needs to be, right? And we're going to talk about the KPIs you want to track, right? The things that you need to know so that you can make decisions so that you can see if you're on target or off target. Um, 
I think if you're doing SEO, pay-per-click, and, and everything in between, you're probably going to be a weighted average somewhere between, you know, 60 and $90 per lead, you know, at scale. Gabby, correct. You don't pay per lead. You're absolutely, you're not paying per lead. But if you look at your marketing, whatever marketing you do, let's say you're doing pay-per-click advertising, right? And you put $10,000 per month into pay-per-click advertising and you generate, for that 10,000, you generate 100 leads. Your average cost per lead is about $100 per lead. Um, if you're, you know, if you're doing billboard ads, same thing. The, the point is, if you look at your aggregated budget and you divide that by the number of leads that you generate, that's what your average cost per lead as an organization is. Not an exact science, right? Your pay-per-click leads are going to be more expensive than your organic SEO leads every single time. Your local service ads right now are going to be less expensive than your pay-per-click leads, right? So you want to know what average you want to be targeting for and know if you're, if you're off that, okay, we're going to have to increase the budget, right? Um, in order to hit the target that we've set for ourselves. So we'll, we'll get more into this worksheet in a second. The main thing I wanted to make sure everybody was super clear on is what's the goal for the year? What does that break down to monthly? How many service calls do we need to generate based on our average ticket to make that a reality? And then how many leads would we have to generate based on our average conversion rate in order to hit that target? This worksheet should have fleshed that out for you. Give me a yes if you feel clear on those main metrics. Like you feel like, yep, I get it, right? This is what I need to generate. And, and this is kind of how it boils down. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. I saw a couple of you guys asking about average percentages and kind of how, how things diversify. We're going to get to that. This document actually helps you figure out based on your projected revenue and how, how much you want to reinvest into your advertising, like whether it's 5% just to kind of be stagnated or up to 15% if you want to be aggressive, how much would your total marketing budget be? And then how much is that monthly? Um, so we're not there yet. We're going to get there. I just want you guys to know that's kind of where we're headed. Um, and then we're going to kind of break down the different lead source opportunities and kind of what we're seeing the averages are across the industry. We're going to talk a little bit about your, your marketing calendar and kind of how you want to shift and, you know, pivot your marketing based on seasonality. Um, and so we've got a lot of ground to cover. How are we doing so far? Has this been useful so far? What we've kind of talked through and kind of what we've unpacked? Valerie says she's going to have to hop at 3 p.m. Uh, Gabby says it's useful. If you have to hop, I, I will make sure it's, re it's recorded. Um, Rudy says amazing. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Pride says uh, useful. Awesome. Okay. Let's, let's jump back into our, our main programming here. All right, so this, you have this worksheet now. It's yours. Um, go in, use it. You know, it will help keep you clear and keep you on, on track. So we know what our goal for 2021 is, and we know kind of what that breaks down to from a, from a monthly perspective. So with that solved, right, that being like, okay, we're clear, right? This is where we're going. Now we can think about our marketing strategy and efficiency of that. And we can think about what we're going to do from a marketing perspective to make that happen. So I really feel like the, the foundation has to be solid, right? And there's really three killer, three key pillars to marketing, any marketing. It's who's the market, what's the message, and what media do we use 
to get their attention, right? Market, who are we selling to? Is it homeowners? What's the average you know, income? Um, do they have a family with kids? The clearer we are on our ideal customer, the better we can craft a message that will resonate, right? Not enough to say, oh, we're gonna answer the phones and we offer cheap pricing, right? We wanna speak to that customer avatar. And I promise you this, if you get your messaging right and you craft it in a way that it resonates with that specific target market, you're gonna get a better return on investment, right? Every lead that you get is actually gonna turn into more jobs and more revenue for your business. Um, and so when we're clear on those two things, then we can figure out the media. So the first thing I wanna do is I wanna give you guys a chance and if nothing else, just to kind of refresh yourself on who is that ideal customer? What is the ideal messaging? Like, make sure that you've got that on point because it will make everything you do more effective. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you through a customer avatar worksheet. Um, we're not gonna go super deep, but I do want you to kind of just think about it for a minute, right? It's a great time as you're gonna be thinking about your plan for 2021 and you're gonna be making some changes. You're not just buying advertising, but you're actually strategically making decisions and strategically crafting messaging that's going to work as, as, as effectively as possible for you. So on, on that page in your workbook, it, it kind of tells you to flesh out from your own perspective, you know, what are the demographics? And then more importantly, what are the, what are the psychographics? What are their fears? What are their pains? What are their frustrations? And you might not think that this level of thought is necessary for, for your plumbing, HVAC, electrical services, but it is, right? Because if we can enter their mind um, and kind of solve the conversation that's going on on our website, uh, and we can do that in our social media posts, and we can kind of infuse that into our messaging, we're going to be more effective. So from a demographic perspective, from the demographic perspective, what we're seeing is you're obviously dealing with the homeowner, right? Um, usually your ideal customer is 35 years old, or, or, or older, right? There's some, you know, there's gonna be an average of all of it, but usually your best customers are a little bit older. Um, typically the female makes the buying decision, uh, the male's involved, but usually it's the female that's, that's there. Uh, Pride says soccer moms. Um, married with two to three kids, that's probably descriptive of a, of a soccer mom. Um, this varies by market, right? It's different in Tupelo than it is in Los Angeles, but $65,000 is kind of what we see as the average household income of, of the ideal customer. Very family oriented, reliable, easily frustrated, uh, likes to please people, um, not super handy, like they don't consider themselves to be, you know, roll up their sleeves and they're gonna solve it themselves. Uh, like gardening, crafting arts, um, live in the suburbs, upper middle class, and um, take an interest in, the, in their community. This should be a little bit different for everybody, right? So I just want you, you kind of flesh this out on your worksheet there. Um, you know, what are the other things that you know to be true about your best customer? And, it's not necessarily who you serve. Your best customer is the one that you know, isn't hung up on price potentially that, you know, just wants the job done, right? Um, like what are the unique attributes of your ideal customer? Scott says the one, are you saying the one customer that wouldn't care about price? The ones that will pay on time and pay in full. They're easy to handle, right? They're not going to squawk at you and, you know, hey, you're five minutes late and like too picky. Exactly, says Gabby. Awesome. So I just want you to hold that, you know, the, the idea of that customer and what, what their main um, character traits are. 
straightforward, trusts us to get the job done, only wants to work on their stuff, only wants us to work on their stuff, looks up to us professionals. Okay, so we're clear now. This is our customer, right? The, you know, these are the demographics of our customer. They refer us. Now, what I want you to do is kind of enter their, enter their mind for a little bit, right? When they're at that point, when they need your service, right? You know, if you're plumbing, like when the plumbing breaks down, and they're thinking, man, I need to, I need to get a new water heater, or I need to repipe the house, or I need to, you know, unclog this drain that's driving me nuts, or this leaky pot faucet's driving me crazy. On, on the HVAC side, electrical side, you know, um, the the heater's not working, you know, and they're and they're they're sitting at their house and like, oh gosh, you know, it's we got to get the AC techs out, we got to figure out. Think of them in that moment, right now, and and I just. We're not going to spend hours on this, but I just want you to think about from their perspective, what's their situation? What are their fears? What are their frustrations? What are their, what are they trying to accomplish in that, in that moment? Because, you know, the, the clearer you are on that, the, the better you can craft the, the messaging to match that mind frame. Um, so fears, plumbing or HVAC is not working. That's obvious, right? Um, other fears can be, you know, they can't get the company on the phone. And this, this is a fear like, man, I'm going to call three companies and they're not going to answer, right? How annoying is that? Um, they need to get the issue resolved quickly. They're too busy. And this is, now you're starting to think more along the, the deeper level is they're too busy to deal with it, especially this time of the year. You think about it, right? They're, they've got their kids potentially. They've got holidays coming up. They've got all the things that are going on. And it's like, I don't even have time to deal with this right now. They're also worried potentially that the situation could be unha unhealthy for their family. Um, you think about the, the fears and implications. Right? They're worried about getting ripped off. What if I call a company out here and they look at my plumbing and they tell me that it's going to be whatever price it is and I'm going to get ripped off, right? I'm going to overpay, paying too much for something I could have gotten elsewhere. Um, maybe they get somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and actually messes up their house, makes it worse than it was. Um, the biggest fear that we find believe it or not, and all of these are, are, are poignant, is that they're going to have to wait around or worse, that they're going to schedule and they will take time off of work to be, to, to be there to solve a problem. And then the, the technician doesn't show up. And now they got to call the boss again and say, hey, I need to take that, that you know, I got to take tomorrow off again too because the people didn't show up. Um, these, are, these are real fears, fears and concerns that people have as it relates to your plumbing and HVAC related services. Um, you know, fear that it could be inconvenient to coordinate and then may, maybe it could cause a disaster in their home. Um, uh, and then, you know, is this going to be more than I can afford, right? What if, you know, what if this is seven grand and I don't have seven grand right now because there's some major catastrophe underneath my pipes or something. Um, and, and at the end of the day, their, their goals, what they're looking to accomplish is let's get this fixed, right? Just have it behind me, um, have their home, you know, nice and well kept. So, you know, just thinking about for a minute, your, the psychology of your customer at that moment in time, are there any other attributes that stand out to you or any other like mental states that you're aware of for your, for your customers when they need your services? I want you to put your thinking cap on it for a minute because I kind of, you know, gave you the Cliff Notes versions, but, you know, this should be specific to you and to your, you know, your situation and the, and the business that you run. Pride says you're going to be like the last bad company they had come out. Yeah. Where they paid to have something done and it wasn't quite right. Valerie, will the job get done right? Yep. 
So, I mean, I think this is an important exercise and something to revisit. Hopefully, at least we just brought to the fore, like the fears, frustrations and your ideal customer. The reality is if you can see Jill Jones through Jill Jones eyes, then you can sell what Jill Jones buys, right? We know what her fears are. We know what her frustrations are. We know what her wants are. So now we can make sure, and you're going to be shocked as we start to look at your websites, make sure that your messaging speaks to that psychological mind frame and not just technological jargon about the services you offer and all the cool things that you do and the, the amazing high tech, you know, jetter that you have. We want to make sure that the messaging speaks to that situation, to that customer, because that's what's going to resonate. So in your workbook, I've asked you to spend a couple of minutes to think about why somebody should choose you versus the competition, right? This is important. And then what are some of the benefits that you offer based on what we just did, based on that specific exercise? What are, what are the things that you offer that will resonate? That won't just be like, okay, you know, we're professionals, but will resonate with them and, and, and you know, kind of make them want to choose you over all of the other options that they have. So I'm going to give you guys a couple seconds in your workbook, kind of, or on a scratch pad, you know, maybe you've got this dialed in, maybe this is something that can be improved and even incremental improvements in your messaging can have exponential impacts on the results of your, of your, um, your marketing. Quick and efficient on time. We may not be the best, but nobody's better than us. Promptness says pride. Yeah, they definitely appreciate promptness. Don't force feed them products. Quick, give them plenty of options. Follow up. Number one in the number two business since Gabby. That's a nice little catchy phrase. Upfront pricing, hassle-free, clean and professional, transparent. Fast service, seven days a week, locally owned and operated, says uh, Katie. Guarantee our work, says Terry. Nice, okay. Good. So, so you're kind of thinking this through. Gabby says family, family business. What we've found, you know, just thinking about that, that ideal customer, kind of the, the messaging that seems to resonate best, that, that like just seems to be, it, it matches where they're at in, in those problems, in those fears, in those frustrations, uh, whether you do it or not, people love saving day service, right? They just, they want it to be done. And so if you offer that, you want to make sure that that's up front and center. Same day service or emergency service, 24 hours on time, right? Um, one of those three, most of you guys can say, if you don't do 24, or you're not available same day, you will be on time, right? Um, people really care about that. Um, straightforward pricing, upfront pricing, satisfaction guarantee. A couple of you guys mentioned that you guarantee the work. Um, Trustworthy technicians, trusted technicians are going to keep the clean, keep the clean house. So, you know, that messaging tends to work. And really what you want to do is be able to make a case that they're like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. I want to call this company versus the other companies because you're going to provide fast same day service. Fast, fast. They want this done. They don't want to have to worry about it. Uh, money saving offers, 24 hour with no overtime charge. If that's something you can do. Clean cut technicians that are going to keep your home cleaner than they found it. And great service guaranteed, right? 100% satisfaction guaranteed says, uh, says pride. Absolutely. So, you know, 
I, I wanted to spend some time here just making sure that you've got this type of stuff into your messaging because this messaging is what's going to resonate. It's going to make your marketing work. Um, and so we wanted to spend some time on this. So now we can start to look at, at media. And, and like I said, the reality is regardless of what marketing you do, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's billboard ads or the nice truck wraps that you have or um, you're running radio or you're running pay-per-click, you're running SEO, all of your advertising points people back to your website. And so they're either going to get to your website or they're going to run a Google search and find your company. Um, and whether it's on their mobile phone or it's on their desktop, inevitably, they're going to get to the website and they're going to, they're going to make a, a decision. Do they call you or do they keep looking, right? And so it's worth energy. It's worth focus to make sure that your website is as good as it can be, not from a whiz bang perspective, but from a conversion perspective. So when someone gets there, they feel trust. They feel like the messaging, it's like you're speaking to them in the situation they're in. Um, when that's in place, you will convert visitors to leads, whether they're phone calls or chat leads or whatever the case may be. And so we're going to spend a little bit of time just kind of looking at your website right now um, through the lens of what do we need to change to maximize our conversion rates, to make sure this website converts at the highest level possible. And so I'm going to share an example of this, and then we're going to actually look at your websites here for a minute. I'm going to give you some time to do this. Um, one of the companies we work with is, is Laney's. They're, they're a full-service plumbing, HVAC, electrical company based in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Um, and, and, you know, this is their website. I'll pull it up here in a second. But I want to show you, like, this was their website before we started working together. Um, it was very bland. You know, it was done by, I think, like the Yellow Page company back in the day. Um, had a truck picture that was very generic, had the phone number, but like it wasn't speaking to the customer psychographics. It wasn't really going to resonate and it really wasn't impressive. It didn't instill trust. And so we, we launched a new version of their site, which I'll show you in a second, um, with all of the right elements that I think most plumbing HVAC websites need in order to convert at the highest level possible. Um, so the impact of this was they're, they're a well-established company. Like they, they spend a lot of money on advertising and, and marketing and their website tracking was about 55 leads per month. Um, we put this new design in place, which was built to optimize for conversion. And within about a 30 day window, the number of leads tracked phone calls went from 55 to over 317. Before we put any advertising in place, before we increased our marketing spend, before we got aggressive with anything, um, it was just a massive increase because more visitors were making a quick decision to, to contact their service and do business with them. Um, and if we kind of fast forward here, um, this is a crazy case. I don't even know why I show it, but they generated 140, uh, 1,477 leads via the internet last month, right? And their website is converting at an extremely, extremely high level. So let me just pull this up. I'll kind of show you some of the key things that this site has that we found to be really mission critical for conversion. Um, first thing, basic phone number in the top right-hand corner, right? Somebody gets to the site and we want to get, make it easy for them to pick up the phone and call. The second thing, and, and this gets missed often, is personality and authenticity, right? 
most plumbing HVAC home service websites have, have generic you know, pictures. They've got a, a stock image of a happy family or a picture of a guy, the stock image of a guy holding a truck, a, a ranch. Um, but really people want to do business with other people, people they know, like, and trust. And so having a picture of the owner, if that's you or the, the chief technician or somebody legitimately involved in your business will improve your conversion rates. Um, and then speaking directly to the customer avatar above the fold, you notice it doesn't talk about, you know, a lot of technical jargon. It's saying never an overtime charge, legendary, legendary lifetime furnace guarantee, free second opinion. And it tells them exactly what we want them to do next, right? Which is either to book a call or to call the office, right? And, and you know, we, we can scroll down and we can see video and all kinds of other things. But that formula tends to work really well, right? Above the fold, all the key information. And then, of course, making sure that the website, you know, works really nicely on a mobile device. So somebody can get all of the same details and have a tap to call to contact the office, right? So, so this is an example of a website that's truly built to convert. And so what I want to do now is just kind of walk you through a couple of key criteria. And then I'd like to have you look at your website. And I'd like to have you see like, okay, what are we missing? What can we change? What can we improve? If we know that the website's the hub and this is where the traffic's going to go. And this is you know, really going to decide whether we convert or not. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to read through this quickly, and then we're going to we're going to jump into our own websites for for a couple of minutes. So does it speak to the customer avatar? Right. We spent 20 minutes now thinking about our ideal customer. So we've got that customer really clear in our mind. Does your current website address those fears and frustrations above the fold in the in the copy that you have on the page? Does it have authentic imagery of your team, of you, of your trucks, of your office? You know, people want to do business with people they know, like, like and trust. Have you leveraged video at some level, even if it's just a simple video of you holding your phone and looking at the camera and say, hey, welcome to you know, Tom Jones Plumbing. We're a full service plumbing company that serves this area. People choose us because they want this, that, and the other. Like, do you have some video like that on your website that welcomes people? They say if a, a picture is worth a thousand words, then a video is worth, worth a million, right? So create video. It, it can be free if you, if you just make some nice videos. Um, are you showcasing your online reviews? Like, can people see what other customers are saying about you? Um, do you make it easy for them to connect with you, either via web chat or via the phone or via booking right onto the website? Phone number in the top right-hand corner, web form, using authority symbols. Um, are you giving the opportunity to chat? Uh, we know that our customers have shifted to be much more chat-centric, right? They prefer to chat than to pick up the phone in today's day and age. Um, and are you leveraging automation at some level? When somebody fills out the form on your website, I'm going to talk about this in a minute. Are you automatically following up with them via email, via text message, and via email, uh, and via and via the phone? Um, so that being that being the case, I'm going to give you guys a quick minute here. I want you to go, you know, open another tab just for a minute. You have my permission, um, and pull up your website, and kind of run it through this filter. And what I want you to pick out are two to three things based on your current website that need to be changed, right? Is it the authenticity? Is it the phone number in the top right-hand corner? Is it the mobile accessibility? Is it um, you know, having a chat function within the website? Um, so pull up your website. I'll kind of keep, your, keep the web zoom open so that I can say, all right, guys, time's up. 
I don't want you to spend you know, too long, but I'll give you two minutes right now. Pull up your website, look at the homepage specifically and you know, what stands out to you. Terry says photos aren't authentic. Adding chatting scheduling feature. Adding video, says Chrissy. Dave Burns, you, you put your, your, vet, your link in here. Did you want me to pull it up as an example? Kind of hot seat a little bit? I'm pretty proud of it. I've had it for a long, long time too. So I got a really good organic um, listing in Milwaukee area. Nice. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so we got a phone number in the top right-hand corner. I like the pictures and authenticity that's coming in. That's good. Imagine this is you and the, and the team. Family-owned, five generations. Kind of rattles off the, the different services that you guys offer. It looks a little bit dated. I don't know if that impacts, the, you know, how much that impacts the conversion rate. It does look, in my mind, a, a little bit dated. Um, just from a conversion perspective, no video on here. Any any chance we could get you to jump on a on a camera and, and shoot a quick welcome video of some sort? My uh, my web guy has been asking me to do that for about three years. So what's the what's the holdup? Oh boy, got about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's on it's on the plate. We've we've had some uh, we've had some things I won't bore you all with over the past couple of years. That it's a, actually a miracle. We're in business, but the bigger miracle is I probably made more since March than I did all of last year. So, yeah. That's fantastic. Congratulations. What do you attribute that to? Uh, just, <laughs> believe it or not, listening to you a lot. I have not given you one red cent, but I've learned a lot of things. I also have plagiarized some things from Plumber Success. Okay. And, uh, I take a lot of webinars and I, I educate myself because I went 30 years with not knowing how to run a business, being everybody's friend, mortgaging my house, same thing, you know, 80% of the plumbers in this area have done. And then I finally learned to run a, my business based on business, based on numbers, math, not emotions. Nice. Well, that's great, man. Congratulations. Well done. Frankie, Frankie Roman, glad to have you with us. Uh, he says you borrowed awesome, which is uh, which is a smart move. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to do one more here, one more example site, and then you guys keep looking at yours or come back over here. We're going to pull up OB HVAC, the Twin Cities HVAC company. Um, we do have a phone number up here. Contact me, kind of pulls me down to a web form. I see a lot of truck images, but I don't see a lot of personal authenticity. So that might be something, unless that's you here, maybe a picture of you that would be clear. Um, I don't see any video on here. I think video would help. Okay, maybe this is you right here. Um, excellent. Phone number, let's see how this looks on mobile. I don't see a chat function, which would probably be helpful. Like your customers would prefer to engage via chat. Awesome. Okay. So actually I wasn't sharing my screen that whole time. I thought I was. How, um, 
how are we doing? Did everybody come up with a couple of things they would change to make sure they're you know, kind of they're, they're converting it at the highest level possible? Yeah, Nick, glad to have you with us, man. Great, great to see you. Nick is saying the website's not secure. That's that's an important thing um, from a SEO perspective and from a conversion perspective. Yep. Excellent. All right, let's keep let's keep pressing forward. So we've looked at our websites now. Um, hopefully, we got some clarity on little things we need to change to improve our conversion rates. Could somebody drop a couple of the things that they they noticed about their site that they want to go ahead and update or modify to get better conversion? Gabby says chat. Awesome. I lost my chat box. Let's see, chat. Who else? Come on. Video and layout. Interested in adding some video in there, says Katie. Okay, excellent. Yeah, I mean, our, our website is the is the hub, right? And that's the place where we want to drive people to to make sure we convert at the highest level possible. Update the layout, conversion focus, excellent. So I, I want to talk a little bit about, about conversion because I really think for a lot of you guys, it's not necessarily a lack of leads that's the issue. It's more a lack of converting the leads that you do get. You know, some of you guys were saying conversion rates up 70, 80%. I think that's really good. Some of you down in the 30 and 40%. I think, you know, the, the lion's here, Henry, you got to hop off. You know, before anybody leaves, if you'd like to schedule a one-to-one -one with us, um, or we'll look at your website, your SEO, your pay-per-click, and kind of put this through the lens of where is there's room for improvement, um, and then help you map out a plan, you know, one-to-one -one specifically for you, um, you know, please schedule that. And you can go to plumberseo.net slash schedule. Um, no, no consult. I mean, no, um, no obligation, right? If, if it makes sense and we can show you, hey, look, here's what we would do differently. Here's what we charge. Great. We can, we can talk about doing business together, but you know, we will definitely give you some one-to-one -one feedback on how you can do better. So, so the link's there for that if anybody has to leave like immediately. Um, so I, I really think that the bigger issue isn't necessarily just leads. It's, it's mostly conversion. Um, and the reason I say that is that 50 to 60% of inbound leads that we're seeing go unconverted. Uh, and web forms, you know, those forms we were looking at and all of these websites we just pulled up, they don't convert, right? Somebody fills out that form. And I believe that's where web forms, in a lot of cases, just go, they go to die. So here's the reason I think leads aren't converting as high as they should or as they could. Um, facts, leads that don't get followed up on in 15 minutes or less tend to go cold. Right, so if you don't have somebody Johnny on the spot following up on your leads that come in that you didn't answer, um, they're going to go to somebody else. Um, the average customer has to be followed up five to seven times before booking. So we're talking specifically about a web form submission. We're talking about a chat, like for for instance, that doesn't book in. Um, they need a little bit more nurturing than just uh, one call and hang up. Um, and the reality is that today's consumer prefers to engage via text message, like a two-way chat, than a phone call. So I'll just ask real quick, if you, if you had the opportunity to solve a problem with somebody texting you or to pick up the phone and have a long dialogue, which would you prefer? Just in, in, in comments, just put call or text. You know, if you, could, if you knew you could get away with, you know, dealing with a problem with message, would you just do, would you just do the text? Frankie says text, Gabby prefers a call. 
um, text, a little bit of both call, some, some calls, both. Your customer today prefers to engage via text message. And if they believe that they could do a two-way text on your website and get an appointment scheduled and know that that problem that they're having is going to get solved, they would take that all day, every day. So really, in order to solve for that, what we need to do is, is leverage automation, right? And this automation exists. It has existed for years. It's just never really been implemented within home services. Um, we want to leverage automation and make sure that any web form on our website or any chat is followed up within two minutes or less via phone, email, and text message. And we want to automate communication so that the customers get touched up to five times over a, a two day, uh, over a two week window of time. Um, and this, this technology exists. It's something we can implement for you um, and, and really just eliminate the hassle without you having to make those calls, but make sure that every lead gets taken care of and every lead gets followed up with, which will absolutely improve the conversion rate for the leads that you get. You know, it's, it's basically simple math, right? If you get 100 leads per month and your average conversion rate is 30%, um, and a lot of, you know, believe it or not, a lot of home service companies, these are the numbers that we see. It's because your conversion mechanism is somebody calls to the office and if it's booked right on the fly, Great. If it's not, there's no follow-up call. If it's a web form, the lady at the office will follow up with it when she gets a chance, which might be once a day, way more than 15 minutes. So you know, 30%, especially of web forms or less, get converted. So on 100 leads, we only generate $20,000, assuming like a 650 average ticket. Now, the, the flip side to that is we put some automation in place. We make sure that every lead gets a phone call, a text message, and an email right away, and they get followed up with again and again. Um, we're seeing conversion rates improve up to 70% just by having marketing automation in place. So for that same 100 leads with automation, you wind up with 70 book jobs and $45,000 in revenue on you know what would have been only $19,000 in revenue. And so really what this does is it makes every lead that you generate more valuable. It makes it so that that marketing budget we looked at at the beginning of today's session could be less, right? Or you could generate more money with the same budget that you're already investing. Um, and so we've got a we've got a platform called Conversion Amp that that does this, right? It just basically lives on your website, um, in your web forms, in your in your in your chat, and basically makes it so that every form. And this is going to be hard to see. And if you want to learn more about it. Maybe Christian put a link to see a demo of Conversion Amp. Um, something you should all be thinking about going into 2021 is your web forms automatically get triggered so that a call goes to your office and it says, you have a lead, press one to connect now, right? And then the person at the office presses one and it's like they called the customer. Powerful, right? We're finding like two out of every five wind up picking up. And if you call them live in that short window of time, you're going to catch them in the moment and you're going to, you're going to book the job. Um, the other thing is we want a text message to go out. And this is really where the money is. Customers don't really want to answer phone calls. I very rarely answer a phone call today, um, but I will respond to a text message. So what we'll do is immediately that customer doesn't answer. We leave an automatic message. Hey, it's Bill over here at Bill's Plumbing. Saw you called in, wanted to make sure, or you saw that you filled in the form, wanted to make sure 
any of your questions were answered. If you need anything, give me a call back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a text message. And then they get a text message that says, hey, saw you just filled in the form. Did you wanna schedule an appointment, right? And then sends them an email. Email is the lowest deliverability. Your customer don't engage with you via email. It's almost like a waste, but it's, it's another mechanism to communicate. Um, there's a long string of things that we can do to automate the, the follow-up, but just that piece alone can have massive implications in the conversion rate for, for leads that tend to go flat. The other thing we put in place through Conversion Amp is, is a missed call, right? Missed calls happen more often than I, I care to, to accept. Like, thinking about how much money you guys spend in marketing. Um, and really what the system would do is anytime somebody calls in and for some reason it goes to voicemail or there's not an answer, an automatic text message goes saying, hey, so, sorry, we just missed your call. Here's my number. You know, feel free to chat back if you want to schedule, schedule an appointment. How many of you think if you had that in place, you followed up with every lead in five minutes or less, and you had communicated via three ways, you would convert more of your leads? Give me a yes if you think so. Um, yep, it's being recorded. Yep. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. So there's a link in there for Conversion Amp. Um, for our clients, we're, we're putting this in place for you. It's part of what we do. Um, you know, for, for those of you that maybe this is the big thing you need to solve for going into 2021, we'd love the opportunity to kind of walk you through this and show you it. I've got a whole hour long session that kind of explains all the technical how to want it. I don't think that this is the time or the place, but I think this is really, really important. You can see a demo by going to go.plumberseo.net slash demo. So we, we talked about conversion. Um, would love to hear like on your on your current online marketing um, and your website specifically, what, what are two or three things you can do to improve your conversion rates? Are there any takeaways, anything you, you want to share as it relates to the, the conversion part of the equation? Contact form, having a contact form, making sure you got a mechanism to follow up with the contact form. The other thing is you want to have chat, right? Um, and you want it ideally to be via text message because most chat on, on plumbing HVAC websites today, the chat happens in that little chat bubble and then the customer closes the tab and the chat is lost. Um, if you're engaging with, with them on two-way text message, like they start a chat, now you've got their cell phone and they're getting a little message back from you there and you've got the ability to communicate with them via text. Jeff says, do we build websites? Yes, absolutely. It's part of what we, part of, you know, the website, I showed you a couple examples. You know, these are the kinds of websites that we, that we put in place for clients. Good. It sounded like this landed. It sounded like there were some clear things, you know, that you want to make sure you put in place. The next thing, you know, is to, is to make sure that you know your KPIs and that you're tracking the key information, right? Earlier, we set a goal, like how much revenue are we going to do? We broke that down into a monthly target. Uh, and then we figured out how many service calls and how many leads we need to generate in order to make that a reality. Um, key things you want to track. If you're not call tracking today, you're missing the boat, right? You need to know how many calls are coming in from what channel in your business. So how many came from SEO? How many came from pay-per-click? How many came from the other things that you do? So um, call tracking, have to have it. The second thing is you need to know what your average cost per lead is or your average cost per call generated. Most home service companies that, that you know, I know of don't know this metric. And so if you don't know what your average cost per lead is, 
then there's no way you can figure out if you're on track or off track for your budget in order to hit your targets. So you need to have a, you know, a mechanism to tell whether you've got it in a spreadsheet or you've got it in a dashboard like we provide, you need to know that. Um, because if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that what gets measured gets done. And what we measure always improves without question. And so here's an example of, of the dashboard we provide for clients. Um, obviously, if you decide you want to work with us, we will set you up with something like this where you'll know exactly where your dollars are going and exactly what your average cost per lead is. Uh, and it's something we'll track with you on a very close basis, month over month, to make sure you're hitting your, your goals and your targets. Um, so you want to know how much did I spend, right? 7,400 in the case of Meridian Advantage. Um, how many leads did I generate as a whole from the internet, 513? And then what was my average cost per lead? right? Average cost per lead about $14.59. You need to know that, right? You need to know, is that good? Is that bad? Can that number be more? Could it be less? Um, and then you want to be able to drill down and see, well, how much of my leads came from organic? How much came from pay-per-click? How much, you know, came from Google Maps? How much came from, from web forms? Um, so, I mean, I don't want to spend too, too much time on this because we got a lot of ground to cover, but you know, if you don't know these metrics, you will be operating at a disadvantage and it will be harder for you to hit your goals and your targets. So what we covered so far is we've set goals and targets. We got clear around the market, the message, and the media. Um, we made sure that the website's optimized for conversion. We talked about some cool, um, we talked about some cool um, conversion metrics and some tools to help with automation. And we, we thought about the, the KPIs, the key things we wanna, we wanna track. I'm gonna rapid fire through some of the key trends because I wanna get back to your budget allocations and make sure that you're clear on how to plug all of this stuff in. So key trends, local service ads. Frankie just mentioned it. Um, it's, it's a trend, it's been a trend. It's gonna to continue to be a trend. Um, local service ads, if you're not participating, you're missing out. The average cost per lead on local service ads is lower than the cost per lead from pay-per-click right now. So I think you need to get the background checks done. You need to be putting as much budget as you can into your local service ads while it makes financial sense. Um, I already know for a fact that the bidding process on the cost per lead is going to go up and it's going to start to become a, a you know, a bidding process. Like you don't just get a flat cost per lead, but you're paying, um, you know, based on what you're willing to bid against the competition. Um, so need to know about it, need to be plugging into it. We don't, um, Frankie, currently bring in local service ads to our dashboard, um, but it's something that we're, that we're working on. Um, there's a shift from the phone to message conversation, right? If, if you're just using the phone as the single channel of communication with your clients, you're gonna be missing out, right? A lot of smart contractors have already started two-way messaging with their customers, getting their customers confident that they are going to be able to have a tech out, the tech's going to show up, the job's gonna get done in the most convenient fashion possible. And so that's how your customer wants to engage. You need to be doing that. Um, the other thing is, in 2021, you have to have more of an all-in perspective. It's not just running SEO. It's not just doing PPC. It's not just buying home advisors uh, leads. It's not just running like Facebook ads. You want to have a well-rounded strategy so that you can be showing up in the places your customers are looking and that you can kind of blend your average cost per lead down as, as, you know, as efficiently as possible. I'm going to go through this. I think most of you guys know what local service ads is at this point. Um, and I wanna to get to some more meat and potato type stuff. Um, but if you're not on local service ads, I've got a great training 
where I walk you through how to get signed up and kind of how to get your background checks and how to optimize your profile um, for the best results possible. Um, just, just know that's, um, that's there. It's something we'll help you manage as a, as a client for sure. And I've got a great guide um, that you can download plumberseo.net slash local services. So now what I want to do is I want to build, I want to build your plan for 2021. I want to help you get laser focused on where the money should go. Um, and so this visual is in your, it's in your workbook, right? SEO, pay-per-click, retargeting, uh, paid online directories, repeat and referral business, paper lead, and then, uh, you know, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, uh, YouTube ads, and then like the different um, referral programs and things to get the customers to do more business with you and to, to repeat with you. But really what I want to do now is I want to pull back the, the worksheet that we were working on earlier. So did everybody get this link? Christian, if you could toss the link back to the worksheet. Actually, you guys, most of you made copies of it. Hopefully you still have it open. Um, give me a have it if you have it. Like, got it. Did I lose you? Got it. Okay, good, good, good. Awesome. So what we did in the first half, and if, you know, I think Frankie, you came in late, so you might want to replug this in. We talked about the goal, right? So we know what our goal is, what our average ticket is. Um, and then we know kind of what our target is, how many leads we need to generate to hit the target. Done, Frankie's already done it. Okay, good. Now, the other thing I want you to do now is, is look at your budget allocations. So if you're Kay Barger, um, did you get lost on this? Wagner, do you need this sheet? Here, I'll share it. Okay. Bang. Go back and do that. We did it at the beginning. Um, but really, I want to give you guys a second to kind of think about your allocations and kind of where you're going to spread the dollars to help you hit that long-term target. So going to budget allocations, um, you know, if the, if the target was $3 million, and for those of you that are pulling this sheet up now, very good. What you want to do is go file, make a copy. So you want to make a copy of this. It will be your own copy that you can edit and modify. And then you can pop out of this particular document and into the one that, that you control. I'll give you guys a minute to finish that. So if we hop back over to the budget allocations. Um, in my example, I was talking about a $3 million target, which needs 606 leads per month. Um, so let's put 3 million. Oops. What that tells us is we need to figure out what percentage of our, of our revenue we're going to reinvest in marketing. Um, and, and statistically speaking, 5% is kind of like a, let's keep things at, at par, kind of between three and 5% just to keep the business at the level that it's at now. Keep the phones ringing, keep the trucks running, rely on repeat and referral business. Um, going to 10, 10% is, is a moderate budget to kind of have some moderate growth. 15 would be, would be aggressive. So, you know, put yourself somewhere between five and 15%. Uh, and that would give you an idea what you would probably need to invest in your, in your marketing to, to maximize your, your outcomes. So if you're doing 300,000 per year, I mean, 3 million per year at 10%, that gives you a, a $300,000 annual marketing budget. 
uh, which breaks down to about 25%. Um, you know, and it kind of as as you look at your marketing, you know, it's not just online. Like I said earlier, you want to make sure you've got a diversified strategy. So some of your best dollars would be spent, you know, reinvesting in your existing customer base, sending them emails, sending them newsletters, staying in top of mind with them, making sure they know, like, trust, to understand the services you provide and use you and refer you to others. Um, some of it should be allocated to offline, right? There's still a place for building up your brand and your recognition in the market. There's still a place for, you know, sponsoring the local soccer league and stuff like that. Um, and then, and then, you know, I still think the lion's share should be online because that's where most of the leads come from for most contractors, especially in the, you know, in the, you know, one to $5 million range, you should be more heavily allocated towards online marketing. So I put in there a 70, 20, 10, 70 to online, 20 to offline, 10 to repeat and referral. Um, you want to decide, you know, how do you want to, how do you want to split that up, right? Um, some of you want to be more aggressive on the online stuff. Some of you want to be uh, less aggressive. Yep. Frankie says turning LSA on is a great way to keep us busy when things are down and kind of turning it on and off. I'm, I think all of you should be all in on local service ads, right? I think that's where a lot of your budget should go. Um, and this is just to give you a framework to kind of think, okay, how much do we need to spend, right? How much should we be putting into our online, offline and other marketing activities? Um, so if you, if you were to use 70, 20, 10, then we'd have about 17,000 in this example for uh, online, about 5,000 for offline and about 2,500 for, you know, marketing to our existing customer base. Um, I really think dropping a thank you note after every service call is a great play. Dropping a newsletter into their mailbox once a quarter is a great play, right? Just so they know, like, trust, and remember you when they need to do business with you again. Um, and then, you know, allocation, how much to LSA and PPC, how much to display and retargeting, how much to SEO. Um, it's up there in comments, Seth, but here it is. You want to make a copy of it once you open it up. Um, this will help you kind of figure out how much should we be spending on marketing and kind of how should we carve this up? you know, play with it, right? There's, there's a little bit of nuance. This is something that, you know, if you're a client, let's get together with your account manager and let's, let's work this out with you and help you really make sure this is dialed in. Um, if you're thinking about 2021 and you'd like some help mapping this out, we'd love to schedule a one-to-one -one with you to kind of look at this with you, help you figure out where the money should go, how to spend it as efficiently, as effectively as possible, really determine, you know, is the website to snuff, right? Is the website built to convert? Do we have all of those elements? If not, let's let's get that dialed in. Um, is your SEO on point? Are you ranking for all of the different keywords that are most important? If not, let's let's figure that out. Let's dial that in. Um, so, um, Christian, if you could put in chat the link to schedule a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, you know, whether you're in the market to make a change or not, um, if you're thinking about your 2021 plan, we'd love to sit down with you, kind of roll up our sleeves. We'll look at your website. We'll look at your current online rankings. We'll look at kind of what you're doing with pay-per-click. We'll look at what you're doing with, with SEO. We'll pull up this worksheet with you and help you figure out based on your goals, like what's the best allocation? Because if you're smaller, maybe more of it is, should be allocated more towards, you know, towards online. If you're bigger, sometimes you kind of max out the online play and you should start to diversify more to, to like radio and billboards and stuff to really build up your brand. Um, and so that's where you know, we can help you kind of flesh this out.
Frankie, I'm, I'm glad you made it as well. We really appreciate your business. Um, and then, you know, this, you know, there's some other tabs here, like just helping you think through your marketing calendar and kind of how you can shift your offers and your, and your things like that throughout the year. That's all there as, to, as a resource for you. The, the main part of the plan that I wanted to make sure we got wrapped up today was clear on the goal, clear on the target, and then clear on kind of what the mechanism will be based on your budget to make that happen and, and kind of bring that into fruition in the, real, in the real world. And you can reverse engineer that either by looking at averages, average cost per leads across the industry, um, blended averages, or looking at your total budget broken down by percentages. Awesome. Todd, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really glad this was helpful and, uh, and useful for you. So I just want to share a couple of client case studies here, um, just so you kind of get a sense of what's possible with your, with your online marketing. When you dial in the website, your SEO, your Google Maps optimization, you kind of get your reviews in place um, and you've got the tracking. But I think one of the key things we talked about today was making sure you've got the right tracking so you know how much you spent and kind of where that money went and what your true return on investment is. Um, and so if you're interested, after the fact, type case studies. Um, and I'll share five case studies with you of clients we work with um, that are getting a great return on investment by really dialing in uh, their, their internet marketing strategy. Uh, but just one I'll share is um, Meridian Advantage. Their company based in East Lansing, Michigan. They do plumbing, HVAC, remodeling, electrical. Um, we really honed this, this whole process in, helping them optimize their spend, minimize their average cost per lead, track down to the metrics. Um, and you can see here, on a $7,000 spend, about 513 leads, which really puts them on, on the run rate to, to be about a $5 million a year business um, and an average cost per lead of, of just $14 per lead. So some of you guys are asking for the case studies. Thank you. Uh, Christian, if you could pop the link in for that, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, I'd love to help you build a custom plan. Like I talked about this with you throughout the course of, of today's session. Um, I've got this checklist that you can run through on your own. If you're more of a DIY person and you're just like, hey, I just want to, I want to kind of dive into this by myself, more power to you, right? The checklist is there. Um, if you'd like our help and you'd like to at least hear what we have to say and how we might be able to align with you to knock it out of the park going into 2021, um, we'll go through this process with you. Um, you can go to plumberseo.net slash schedule. Um, that'll take you to a calendar page. You can pick a time that works for you um, and we'll roll up our sleeves. We'll show you where, where there's room for improvement. And if it's all of roses and you're already crushing it, we'll say, hey, high fives, you're doing great. Um, if there's issues, we'll point those out um, and we'll talk about what it looks like to work with us and kind of what the, what the costs are and we can decide whether it's a good, uh, a good business fit. Um, so lots of resources here for you. Um, I'd like to have you just kind of reflect top three takeaways. Um, a lot of you guys have been on here for going on two and a half hours now. What are some of your, some of your key takeaways from today's session? Um, what did you like? What did you learn? What was useful and valuable? Um, if you don't mind unmuting yourself for a sec, um, for those of you that are, are still kind of in an audio unmute, let's have a quick, uh, quick conversation. Anybody bold and brave enough? I'll, I'll go again. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. I, I want to do a little damage control for my first comment. It made it sound like I'm just uh, listening into 
take information, steal it and go back and use it. I absolutely am going to do business with you. I'm, I'm on the verge of retiring. And as mm. I pass this to my daughter, um, she can't do what I can do. I got uh, one of my uh, kind of my right hand man, the next generation coming through. Um, you, they will definitely be, I'll be phasing you guys in before I phase myself out. Okay. Um, she, well, we... Yeah. Just briefly. She, she was always in line to run the business. She suffered a stroke a couple of years ago, completely wiped out my helper, my secretary, my right-hand man. I've got, I had stacks of paper as tall as me to go through wow. uh, before I could really hook up with you. So it was, it was like a tornado that came through. So we're cleaning up from the tornado. When that's done, then we can rebuild and you will definitely be a part of it. I have heard this seminar at least once before. I learned something new every time, uh, but I know I can ultimately really benefit by aligning with you. And there is enough money in this business and in most markets for your, your just would be a small, a fraction of what you're going to bring in, you know, uh, I believe a thousand fold actually. So I just wanted to put that out there. So it didn't sound like I was some jerk that just uh, listening in to take advantage of you. I, I appreciate that. And I wouldn't have thought that either way. I'm, I'm glad to share, you know, and, uh, so yeah, whenever you guys are ready and the time is right and you kind of get all that stuff squared away, we'd love the opportunity to, to, to work with you. Anybody else? Hey Josh, kind of, yes. Andrew nicely with uh, pride mechanical. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for the webcast that you do because I've watched several of those and taken away tons of information from, you know, guys who have done it. So thanks for that. Definitely. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad, I'm glad you get value from those. I'm going to jump in one or two more before we, before we wrap up. I'm going to jump in real quick. Yes, Henry. Um, I've watched you quite a few times. I've got a lot of information out of you. However, have not been able to execute a gosh darn thing, but you do an awesome presentation. Uh, I'm a speaker as well. So, um, you know, I can tell and Josh, I said to myself, I just have to move forward. So, uh, you know, I, as my website, I'm disgusted with it, and uh, we'll move forward with you uh, going into 2021. And uh, I need some one-on-one -on -one time with you. And um, thank you for your time for serving us because uh, you did a fantastic job. And uh, continue the good work. Thank you. I really appreciate that. We're excited about working with you and making 2021 a, a smash. Anybody else? I'll go, Josh. So All I just right. want to say thank you because I've been working with you now for, it's got to be seven years, eight years. Yeah. I, I mean, at, at the point you were actually answering the phone and I had your wife as my rep at one That's time. Right. And and now I've got Allison and everything is great. Um, thank you for, uh, for getting me on this one, for putting this one out. And I'll be setting some time aside with Allison to go over some of these numbers with her. You know that being with Joe, that numbers are a big thing with us. So mm -hmm. thanks. Well, really appreciate your business and honored to be part of your, your growth and continued success. So thanks for being on here. I'm glad you got value from it. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing. Thank you so much for participating. If you have follow-up questions, let me know. Like we're here to serve. We're here to help. Um, if you haven't already, definitely schedule schedule your, your strategy session. We'd love to walk you through that. Um, I promised a reward for those of you that stuck around to the end. Um, so if you go to plumberstonet slash reward, 
Um, I believe actually Christian's got the direct link. Um, lots of cool goodies in there. The, the workbook, the, the worksheets, the keyword list um, that you guys will be able to plug into and get great value from. Um, last thing I'll say, you know, if you're, if you're serious about making 2021 different than the previous years, um, and you've been trying the same thing again and again and not getting the desired outcome, um, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result, right? So if you're serious about 2021 and we haven't had the opportunity to do an evaluation on your current marketing and to kind of show you what we can do and how we can partner with you, we'd love that opportunity. Again, you could call us at 866-610-4647 um, or just go to plumberseo.net slash schedule. Um, you know, no pressure. You pick a time on the calendar that works for you. Um, we'll do our due diligence. We'll show you, show you, you know, what it looks like and where there's room for improvement um, and um, see where it goes from there. So that's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for your time, your undivided attention. We said at the beginning, you know, we could either do it the old way where I'm clicking through slides, or we can make it more interactive. And I want to thank you guys for chatting in with me the whole time. I want to thank you for unmuting and speaking, even in, uh, in a you know, Zoom environment like this that can be awkward sometimes. Um, but thanks again. Let us know how we can help serve and support you. And have an amazing uh, close of the year. And uh, let's make 2021 the best ever. Awesome, guys. I'll talk to you soon.